I would now like to welcome back to Sojourner Truth, Marjorie Cohn, Professor Emerita at Thomas Jefferson uh, School of Law, uh, former president of the National Lawyers Guild, a criminal defense attorney, legal scholar, political analyst, writes books, articles, lectures throughout the world, uh, provides commentary for major uh, news networks. So we're very happy to have access to her expertise. Uh, Marjorie Cohn, welcome back. Thanks for having me, Margaret. Okay, so it looks, given the way the vote went down um, on, in, in the Senate, the articles of impeachment, you know, have been presented, and only in the Senate, there were only five um, Republican senators who gave any indication that they may very well be open to impeachment. So a lot of people are now saying that impeachment is dead in the water. Uh, Republicans are making the claim that it, the whole trial is unconstitutional. And people are wondering, well, if impeachment fails, what else can be done to hold uh, Donald Trump to account um, for his role in whipping up the crowd that invaded the Capitol? Just your thoughts on all of this, Marjorie Cohn. Um, yes, well, on Tuesday, as you said, the Senate voted 55 to 45 um, to defeat the, the 45 votes. The Republicans voted that the trial would be unconstitutional because Trump has already left office. And that, uh, <clears throat> that theory is wrong. The weight of constitutional scholars disagree with it. Um, the Constitution provides for both... Um, removing the president from office and disqualifying him from holding future office, and that is an option, and uh, the courts will not likely get involved in the issue of whether that trial is constitutional, because in the Nixon, Nixon versus U.S. case in 1993, Nixon, a federal judge, um, his impeachment, they, they, the court refused to get involved. Um, and there is precedent for um, impeaching a, an, a, an official after he leaves office. Um, but what they're doing here, Margaret, is um, setting it up to use as political cover as a reason to vote for acquittal. So these 45 senators will say, well, yes, you know, there's a lot of evidence, but, uh, you know, it's unconstitutional. We really uh, can't hold a trial because he's no longer in office. And uh, they'll use it as political cover. So what can happen is that it takes two-thirds majority of the senators voting to vote for conviction, and we're not going to get that. It's pretty clear, as you said. But it only takes 51 percent of the senators voting to vote under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment um, to prevent Trump from holding office, because that section says no one shall hold any federal office who engages in insurrection or rebellion. And as we know, the evidence is overwhelming for months screaming voter fraud falsely. Uh, the protest is going to be wild. His campaign, it turns out, um, paid $2.7 million um, to, to, they got the permit for the rally. Um, Maggie Mulvaney, the the niece of former Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney was paid $138,000, listed as the VIP lead for the rally. Um, and now it turns out that the Inspector General in the Department of Justice, the Inspector General is the independent watchdog in all the federal agencies, and they are revealing efforts by Trump 
and Jeffrey Clark to push other Justice Department officials to falsely claim fraud. The New York Times reported that Trump considered installing Clark as an acting attorney general to carry out the, the scheme to um, basically eliminate Biden's win in, uh, in Florida. So the evidence continues to emerge. Of course, the remarks that he made on uh, January 6th, you know, inciting the crowd just before they walked down um, the, to, uh, to trash the Capitol. Um, so they could. I don't know what will happen with the 14th Amendment because that has not been invoked before. I think there's a good likelihood that it will be invoked. Then the question is, um, you know, Trump will sue, of course, and it will go through the courts. And will the Supreme Court, what will the Supreme Court do? They don't like to get involved in the elections. Um, they threw out his, uh, his lawsuit about uh, so-called election fraud and the, you know, the uh, electoral votes. So there's a lot happening, and it remains to be seen uh, how it's going to all play out. Now, it's going to start on February the 8th, um, and that is by agreement uh, between the new Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and uh, Mitch McConnell, who's still holding a lot of cards with the filibuster. Uh, but they agreed to put it off. Um, McConnell wanted to put it off, and Schumer just also probably checked with Biden. Biden wants to uh, get much of his program underway. So it will start on February 8th, the trial. And what about this business about censure? I mean, two things, the, you know, that approach that some people apparently in a bipartisan uh, move uh, may be pressing now to censor Trump. But this 51 percent vote, so he would never be able to run for office again, that's a separate vote, right? So that is still yeah. a, a, an, an option that could potentially uh, happen. Uh, Marjorie Cohn. Yes, that's true. Uh, censure is, you know, like a slap on the wrist, and it'll, you know, it's not going to bother him at all. He's been impeached. Yeah. That's not going to bother him much. Um, but, no, this is a separate vote under the 14th Amendment, and it's really important because, yes, it would be very, very critical for him to be convicted. He would be the first president who's been convicted at uh, Senate impeachment trial. But... The most important thing right now is to keep him from running for office again. He's talked about running for president in 2024. He still has a very, very solid base, which is why these Republicans are still prostituting, prostrating themselves, as they've been doing for four years, because they want to tap into his base, um, his racist, evangelical, um, uh, you know, base. And, uh, and so it's, it's, uh, it's really important that he not run for president again. And that's why this 14th Amendment process is so important. But again, it hasn't been tested, so we'll see, A, if they do it, and B, if they do, meaning the Senate, to the, 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 both houses of Congress, I think the, the House of Representatives would have no problem with it. Um, and if the Senate does it as well, then the question is, uh, will the courts get involved? Right. And, and one has to wonder if, you know, people are noting that John Roberts, he is not um, overseeing this particular trial. And, you know, there are various theories about why, um, one of which may be, well, if it ends up in the Supreme Court, 
how would that work if he uh, oversaw the trial? But who knows? Um, but Marjorie Cohn, you mentioned the filibuster a, a few times here. We, we have about a, a minute or so. And if you could, in that time, shed any light to our listeners about the importance of this particular discussion about the filibuster. Yes, well, as it stands now, in order to get any major legislation passed, um, it uh, takes two-thirds of the Senate. And uh, so that basically paralyzes uh, the, the uh, program, Biden's program. The House of Representatives has, uh, has sent, I don't know, more than 400 bills to the Senate, and they just sit on Mitch McConnell's desk. Mitch McConnell <clears throat> um, was basically holding hostage the... Um, the agreement between the Republicans and the Democrats on rules to go forward until the Democrats guaranteed <clears throat> that they would not try to eliminate the filibuster. Right. Now, he backed down from that uh, because there are two Democratic senators, Joe Manchin and uh, the woman from Arizona, I forget her name right now, who have said they would never vote to get rid of the filibuster. So McConnell knows that it's safe, that he uh, won't have, that, that he has the votes to keep it from, uh, from yeah. uh, being overturned. And that's why he, um, you know, he agreed to go forward. So that was somewhat of a compromise, but we were still stuck with the filibuster. There are some things called reconciliation for certain budget matters where they can uh, do it with 51%, but a lot of the legislation, most of it is going to require um, two-thirds vote right now because of the filibuster. All righty. Well, there you have it, Marjorie Cohn. Thank you so much for joining us and breaking it down. We'll have you back. And uh, our listeners could check out your writing on Truthout as well as other places. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Thank you, but 